Question six of our catechism asks, what things are chiefly contained in the Holy Scriptures? The answer is, the Holy Scriptures chiefly contain what man ought to believe concerning God and what duty God requireth of man. Let us read 2 Timothy 3, 14 through 17. Hear now the word of the Lord. Paul wrote to Timothy, saying, But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. This is now the reading of God's most holy word. May he add his blessing to the preaching of it. Question six of our catechism ask, asks, what things are chiefly contained in the Holy Scriptures? And chiefly means mainly or supremely. So the question is, what are the Scriptures mainly about? We've been learning about the Holy Scriptures with the help of our catechism. We've learned that God reveals truth about Himself in His Word. We've learned that the Holy Scriptures made up of the Old and New Testaments are the Word of God and the only certain rule of faith and obedience. And we've learned that the Holy Scriptures are for all men. They are not just for a select group of men, or the clergy perhaps, but they are for all men. All men are not only permitted, but commanded and exhorted to read, hear, and understand the Holy Scriptures, was Baptist Catechism number 5. Now our catechism attempts to tell us in, in a very short space what the Holy Scriptures are mainly about. And that really is a difficult task, don't you think? If someone were to come to you and say, tell me, what is the Bible about? Uh, if you're not prepared... If you're caught off guard, you might have a, a difficult time answering that question because immediately your, your mind will think, well, the scriptures are so long and they're so complex. There's so much contained within them. How, how in the world am I going to, in just a moment, explain what the scriptures are, are mainly about? I think our catechism does a wonderful job of answering this question in only a few words the Holy Scriptures chiefly or mainly contain what man ought to believe concerning God and what duty God requireth of man. So the teaching of Scripture, the message of Scripture, is here divided into two main categories. First of all, the Scriptures teach us what we should believe concerning God. And I think that is a very good summary of the main message of the Bible. The Scriptures teach us about God. And consider all of the complex topics that fall under this simple category. Scriptures teach us about God. Yes, it is true. Uh, they teach us about the existence of God. They teach us about His nature and His attributes. The Scriptures teach us about His plans and His purposes. Uh, the Scriptures teach us about His works, His, his work of creation, His work of of redemption. Uh, the scriptures teach us about God's ongoing relationship to the world that he has made. And so when our scriptures say, uh, when our catechism says that the scriptures are, are, 
are mainly about God. Our catechism is correct, but think of all of the things that fall under that generic um, category. Uh, there are many complex things that fall under that generic category. And yes, we need to be taught about God. Have you ever thought about uh, this reality? We would know nothing at all about God if it were not for God choosing to reveal Himself to us. We would know nothing at all about God were it not for God choosing to reveal Himself to us. Who knows God perfectly and completely? Uh, answer, only God knows God perfectly and completely. And we will never know God in the way that God knows Himself, for we are creatures. As finite, limited creatures, we do not have the ability to comprehend the infinite one. So who really and truly and completely knows God? Who knows Him exhaustively? God knows God exhaustively. We as creatures do not have the capacity to, to understand Him in the way that He understands Himself. But we can know God truly, for God has made us in such a way that we can know Him. This is a part of what it means to be made in the image of God. We have this capacity to know Him. He made us with rational minds. He made us with reasonable souls so that we might understand who He is and so that we might relate to Him in an authentic way, in a true way. But even so, if we are to know God truly, He had to reveal Himself to us. We've already learned about how God has done this, God has revealed truth about Himself to us, both in nature and also by giving us His Word. When we speak of natural revelation, we are saying what the Bible also says, that God has made the world in such a way that it speaks truth to us concerning God's existence and His power. Of course, when nature speaks, nature does not use words. But nature speaks in its own way, doesn't it? The heavens declare the glory of the Lord. Um, the, the heavens are constantly screaming out. I mean, you don't hear the words with your natural ears, but, but you do hear the words with, with the mind and with the soul. When you look up at the starry heavens, they speak concerning the existence of God, His great power, His wisdom is displayed there in the created world. And so God has determined to reveal Himself to His creatures through natural revelation. Isn't it phenomenal to consider? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He created man. He created man in such a way that man can know him truly. We have rational minds. We have reasonable souls. We have this capacity to know him tru truly. And, and, and his creation, that he, he's made the world in such a way where, where we can look out at the world and, and know something true about God. It really is phenomenal to consider but we have also confessed that God has revealed himself in another way. He's revealed himself much more, much more clearly and thoroughly by speaking, by giving us his word. Uh, God has spoken to men directly. God has spoken to us through the prophets of old. He has spoken to us supremely through his son, the eternal word of God come in the flesh. And now we have the Holy Scriptures, which are a record of these things. God speaks through creation, but God has also spoken to us by His Word. 
And what do these scriptures mainly teach? One, they teach us what we should believe about God. Two, the scriptures also teach what duty God requireth of man. Duty here means obligation or responsibility. So when we come to the scriptures, we may ask these two questions. Who is God? What is he like? What are his plans and purposes? What has he done in the world? How am I to, uh, how am I to understand uh, th- this God who, who, has, who has created the heavens and the earth and who has spoken? How am I to understand him? We may ask that question. And then we may also ask another question. What does God require of me? What is my obligation before him? How am I to live in this world? How am I to be in a right relationship with him, you see? The scriptures reveal both things. So what are our responsibilities for, before God? Some are universal and unchanging. Because God is our creator and we are his creatures, we are duty-bound to worship and serve him in the way that he has prescribed in his word. We are obligated to honor our fellow human beings. In short, we are obligated to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength and our neighbor as ourselves. This never changes. It was true for Adam and it is true for us. But there are some obligations that are unique to the times and places in which we live. When God entered into covenants with man, he added laws that were unique to those covenants. For example, Adam was to eat of one tree and not the other. Um, Abraham was to be sure that all of his physical descendants, the males, were circumcised when they were born. Um, These laws were unique to those covenants. We today in Christ are to observe the Lord's Supper, etc. God added these laws. Some men and women also have obligations that differ from others due to their unique callings and situations in life. Life, And I am saying that the scriptures speak beautifully to all of these things. The scriptures tell us what our duty is before God, what our obligations are. We are obliged to obey God's moral law. We are obliged to obey the laws that God has given to us under particular covenants. Uh, We are obliged to believe in Jesus the Christ if we wish to be in a right relationship with God and to have the forgiveness of sins and life everlasting. The scriptures reveal all of these things to us. These two categories, I think, are so very helpful. I think this twofold answer to the question, what do the scriptures mainly teach? I think it's really good. Everything fits under these two categories. The scriptures reveal that God exists. They tell us about what he is and what he is like. They reveal what God has done and what he is doing. The scriptures open up to us the plans and purposes of the Lord. They reveal his names to us. And again, the scriptures also reveal how we are to live. In the scriptures, we find God's law. We learn the difference between good and evil, truth and falsehood, wisdom and folly. The scriptures tell us about how we can have a right relationship with God and life everlasting. They reveal the Christ to us and why we must be found in Him. So question and answer six not only helps us to understand the content of Holy Scripture, it also summarizes the content of our catechism for us. Uh, this is a minor point in comparison to the, to the points that have already been made, but I think it is important to notice this. It's not surprising that the content of Scripture matches the content of our catechism, is it? Because our catechism is meant to summarize the teaching of Holy Scripture. But notice this, questions 7 through 43 of our catechism will teach us 
what we are to believe about God. Uh, so what do the scriptures mainly teach? Well, they, they teach us what we are to believe concerning God. And what does our catechism teach from questions 7 through 43? Uh, the catechism teaches what we should believe about God. Um, and questions 44 through 114 will teach us about the duty that God requires of man. So again, what do the scriptures mainly teach? The second thing mentioned is our duty before God, and our catechism will follow that same pattern. You may notice that question seven asks, what is God? So there we go. Uh, that is the first question in this whole section that deals with what we should believe concerning God. And then listen to this, question 44 will ask, what is the duty which God requireth of man? So from question 44 through uh, 114, we will focus upon what God has called us to do, our duty before Him. So what things are chiefly contained in the Holy Scriptures? Please repeat after me. The Holy Scriptures chiefly contain, the Holy Scriptures chiefly contain what man ought to believe concerning God, And what duty God requireth of man. Let's bow for prayer. Father in heaven, again, do help us to cherish the Holy Scriptures. Help us to see that we have before us your words. We thank you that you have given us your word, that you have spoken so clearly uh, through the prophets of old, supremely through Christ. We thank you that we have this written record now. Lord, help us to read the scriptures often. Help us to be careful to, to listen intently when they are read and when they are preached. May we have reverence for the scriptures, O Lord. Give us the ability to believe them and to obey them, O God. For we know that in them life abundant is found. We pray these things in Christ's name and all of God's people say.